let's get into like some of um, the role that your family has played, was playing in that season of your life mm-hmm. and has played in this season of your life, right? Um, what you've just alluded to, that kind of relationship that you had with your parents mm-hmm. where you can have conversations. Yeah. And, you know, kudos to them for creating and cultivating a home environment where mm-hmm. you were able to, it was a safe space, yes. you were able to speak up. That's what changed my life yes. in my household. Yes. I was speaking to our friend outside, Teresa, mm. about mindset privilege. Mm-hmm. concept I came across recently. And a good example, even in what we're talking about, is when we think about home, or someone asks us about home, or someone asks us about our father or our mother, mm. it's not a triggering question. Mm. It doesn't... You, When someone asks you, we think about it, doesn't, your, your head doesn't go to a negative place. Yes. It goes to a positive place. Yes. And therefore, you can't speak positively about the, the family relationships yes. and the family home setup. But that's not necessarily... Um, a privilege that everyone has yes oh, that's true in that context for example mm. <clears throat> talk to me about when you were a child and you'd retreat home to mm. this kind of safe space after mm. the bullying after everything that comes with yeah. being a student being a child in school and going through all that mm-hmm. what would happen when you come back home how would you feel when you step back into that into such a space So, I think when I got to like year nine, my mom started picking me up from school whenever she could. At least we got a car, whatever it is. And that drive from school to home, which was like 10 minutes, was a full debrief. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 don't, I don't want to start mentioning names of teachers here because, yeah. bro, I need to be very honest. Even, that's why I'm not even mentioning the schools because, mm. yeah, it, it was just bad vibes. And, and I normally, I don't like to... I don't like to cling on to the bad vibes. But it was always, do you know, yeah, this teacher was like this and did this and did that and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And my mom used to tell me, by the way, you just do you. Let them call me to school. Let them call me to school. Yeah! You know, <laughs> let them call me to school and tell me this is the issue. And I'll come and talk to, them. Come talk to them. If they want to write a note in the diary, let them write a Such note a in the diary. System. It's okay. Because she is firm she's she's firm in the in the belief that her parenting was right mm-hmm. and i wherever i go know that i'm an ambassador of my parents i cannot go and and embarrass them i cannot go and do wrong so even when i'm telling all of these issues she knows that truly if i'm telling her then i i must not be on the wrong and i said you're not chocha you're lying or anything bus yeah, in fact yeah, if she's yeah. to come to school then it's just going to be the same story mm-hmm. so for me it was just like you know what you just do you Go to school, do your thing. Just p- pass your classes. Mm-hmm. And when you pass your class, once you pass, trust me, these guys will not have anything to, to rebuttal you with. Like rebuttal all of these points that they want to bring to you. Because most of the times when you have problematic kid children, then they're also failing and they're making other people fail. And mm-hmm. so it's like, you see you're disturbing in class and you're failing and this is <laughs> what is going on. Da, 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 da. You see you're all just a bad influence. On. All of that. And so my mom, now this was from like year nine because that's when a lot of now the drama started happening because now I'm maturing, I'm becoming now a proper teenager and, you know, I'm, I'm just doing my own thing. And she just used to say, no, you just go and excel, by the way. Excel. There you go. And in that same, I think it was year nine or year 10, this is now one of the moments that I realized, you know, my parents are truly for me. I, as I told you, I, I used to swim. Did, yeah. And in 2015, I think it was my first South African trip. We were going, yeah, we were going to South Africa as a Casa Kenya, Casa oh, is co- Coast Africa. Amateur Swimming Association. And 
the issue was that trip was falling at the same time that tests were, were happening. And it's test. It's not really a big exam. Like, this is just a school exam. Like, you know, it's something that truly... So, my mom's written a letter to the school to say that, yes, I know that these tests are happening now, but he has this swimming trip. Can he be able to do these exams before or after he gets back? Yeah. And the school refused. Did they give a reason? Did the they just didn't so now i'll, I'll get into yeah, that so uh-huh. they refused but then they called my mom to school and long conversation with my mom and the head of the school actually the principal mm-hmm. talking talking oh no you know it's not possible oh you know all of those things of cheating Nini giving answers da, da 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 he has to be in school and my mom said so you're not going to let him do the exams so no problem wow. it's okay he'll miss he's going to go to south africa and the principal looked at my mom like, is this woman crazy? <laughs> like she's, she's picking this swimming over yeah. academics. But school isn't everything. Mm-hmm. So I went and I swam and we did amazingly. Came back with so many gold medals. Nini, everyone is raving about it, raging about it in the course. And then as I'm getting back, then the school says, oh, we weren't going to let you do the exam, but now I think you can just do them. And da, 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 da. But they just looked at my mom like she was crazy. Mm -hmm. But what that moment did for me made me realize that, as I said, my parents are for me. School isn't everything. And they allowed me to be creative. You know, they allowed me to be creative, allowed me to express myself build build myself outside of school because all these other things matter so much you know and now after that i think it was the year a year later we've come to nairobi we've swam we've broken national records and we've done what and come i'm in the on. newspapers and i'm da, da 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 now the school wants to take wants to take uh, <laughs> responsibility of oh yeah 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 the razor who was in our school did this and did that now, and now they have now the whole news value, now yes. they see value in all of that but i'm just like you guys weren't believing in me. You 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 weren't supporting me. You you didn't you didn't care to take take the initiative to just say no. It's okay. Like it's fine. We understand. Like kids are actually doing so much more in their lives, and these things matter so much. So why is it that now that I'm successful, now you really want to cling on to all of this, you know? And now I think that was now year ten, and then now I did my O levels in in 2018. And when I did my O-levels, one thing that my mom had been telling me from that year nine time, oh, you just pass. Mm. And you're going to shut these guys up. It all happened. Because I, I think I had six A's, two B's, a C, and an F. The F was art. Uh, I really <laughs> didn't care about that one. But graduation has come. And now, in fact, prize giving day. Mm. And now I'm being called up with all of these other, the smartest kids. I've gotten the same mark as the smartest kid in the class and whatnot. Hey, Kumbe, you're capable. Kumbe, you can do this. And I'm just like, hey. Told you. Hey, you get, yeah, you've been giving me flack. And you, I mean, you know. And so then from then, then on, what my mom was telling me of, it'll shut them up and they won't have anything to say, happened. Now, they, they can't really say that, oh, you're failing and your grades, now they're looking for all the other small, small the other issues, excuses, yeah. all the other excuses to be able to disturb you with. But they're so nonsensical that even you, if you're to really sit down and talk about it, you even just look stupid as an adult, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
So throughout all that time, they never called my mom to school because, as I said, I, I never did anything wrong. But that moment, that was a very defining moment because m- very many parents will cave in and just say, oh no, you know, it's exams. Cave into the school. Yeah. But nah, you go out there and swim. Do what you do. This is your safe space. This is, this is who you are. This is your identity. Go out, do it. Went to South Africa again, second time in 2017. Amazing stuff. As I told you, in between, broke national records with a relay team. Mm. We were all over the place. Beautiful stuff. And now I was just becoming my own person. I was being successful outside of school more than I was in school. I wasn't failing because I, I know how to balance these things. But now that really played a major role in it. And then now once I became an adult now, now you sit down with your father. And now you're having, now, now you know those, those conversations that now you have with your father. Now that you're an adult, now we can there talk we about go. this. And now my father now began telling me so many things about life and the past and how you're meant to be doing things and, you know, all of these things. And it just made, it just really affirmed everything that my mom was also mm. telling me mm. and just allowed me to just be who I am. Very unapologetic, very different, go-getter. No one can tell you no. Yeah. You try. Try and fail. It's okay to try and fail. But <laughs> just do it. You know? There we go. Hey, when it comes to business, my dad will tell you, you just do it. In fact, now when I was getting into music, the first person I called, because my mom was there and I was doing the music, and she was just like, you do you. My mom is very artistic, so she loved, she loved yeah. the fact that I was getting into music. And I've called my dad, dad, you know, I want to get equipment. Nini, nini, nini. And now your father is just there like, hey. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, are you just going now to... Now expenses are coming. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and also now, these are those ventures of everyone wants to do music. Is he really going to be successful with this thing? Which I don't blame him for thinking, you know. It's a very reasonable... Yeah, very yeah, reasonable. For, parent, but yeah. still, he just told me, no, look for the cheapest equipment you can get and just start. Mm-hmm. And he didn't understand what I was doing in the beginning because when I came in, I said, I'm just going to be different. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, yeah. going to be, I'm not going to do trap. I'm not going to do hip hop. I'm not going to do gangeton. So what exactly is this guy doing? You know, I, even as a parent or as a listener, you're really just wondering, what is this guy doing? You know? But now as we've continued, then now he's just like, aha. Uh-huh. Now he's the one who comes to me and asks me, hey, uh-huh, so you released a song on Friday. Uh-huh, how is it doing? Yeah, but now you know you need to do this. I need to do that. Yeah, yeah I'm going to call so-and-so who can make, who will take you to talk to so-and-so and whatnot. da 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 and he's invested. A month ago, he came, he came to a show of mine. Mm. And he's my biggest critic, but it's, it's constructive criticism. Yeah, before, yeah. You, you're doing this, but if you just try this and just do it like this, I think it could be better. You know, just try this, do this, do that. Mm. Just very supportive in, in their own ways. From a very young age, that that has just made me who I am. My, it's dad. Can I do this? What has mom said? She said it's all. That's all. I know your mom can never lead you astray. Twende. How much is it? Hey. Okay. Let me tafuta tafuta. Mm-hmm. Uh, find mm-hmm. it. Go. How much is it? Hey. Okay. Let me tafuta tafuta. Go. But it was never no. There was never a moment where my father said no or my mom said no. It was as I said. It's conversation. We sit down and we can't this time. But let's try this time, this next time. Let's ensure that this, is, this will happen. We'll always find a way to make it work. Let's just try. And there's so many things that my parents have spent so much money on. In fa- um, it's, it's ridiculous. Shout, shout I, out I to just, your parents. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, 
yeah, from a very young age, they've just they've been very supportive of of a lot of the things that I do, and and I'm very thankful for that because I wouldn't be in the music doing what I'm doing now and being different if I wasn't being supported to do all the other things that I was doing because it allowed me to be different. That whole journey just made me a f- <clears throat> brought me to the affirmation that mm. I am different and I'm going just going to do different. And those that vibe with me, vibe with me. Those that, those that don't, don't. And so here there we, we are now. Here we are now. Um, let, let me take you back to what you mentioned about the a major theme of what we've spoken about are some of the conversations that went into that were present in some of these spaces and that went went into progressively you making decisions with them, you making decisions for yourself and, mm. and involving them in certain decisions. You mentioned how like your mom would pick you up from school. Mm. Um, when I moved to the States in 2008, I went there with my mother. So I think either earlier that same year or the previous year, I'm the last one of five, right? Mm-hmm. So my second eldest brother and my sister um, went, right? I don't know, my sister had finished high school at the time. Mm-hmm. And my eldest brother had finished, I think his first degree at JQuad. Mm-hmm. So he was looking at the right, US, we moved there with dad, and then he moved to Canada, mm-hmm. studied there, lives there right now, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> um, when whether my mom, in the household, it was just me, my mom, and my dad. Mm-hmm. My The brother who I followed, his name is Arnold. He was finishing in the Goriti mm-hmm. later that year in November. Mm-hmm. He was going to May. So the school year was ending in June for summer. I couldn't go to class to grade four. Mm-hmm. So from class four, I would have gone to grade four, but I was coming at the end of the year. So yeah. they're like, all right, do grade three for a month, mm. ease into it, and then at the end of the, end of the summer year. So my mom took me to school the first day. Yeah, I needed her to take me to school that first day. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Um, but as a kid, I'm excited. Mm. I think in the US, you need, need like, as a kid, you, you're just going through life yeah. um, as per how your parents want it. And my mom would take me to school. So what happened is we'd get to like the, so it was like a building. You know those school buildings you see in movies, the building, the bell rings, and then you guys go inside mm. or whatever. So he'd, she'd stay with me outside there. As we pangana in the lines, after everyone is there, and then we enter. Mm. She'd stay with me in the line just to make sure like I'm okay in the, the first like the first the first couple of weeks mm. and then she'd pick me up at 310 and so a bunch of parents would be waiting outside for mm-hmm. the kids some kids would walk home by themselves yeah and we'd walk home together mm. um and this is just for her to ensure okay i'm easing into it really really well so she she hadn't plugged into work at the time yeah and i think back to how it, how it might have been <clears throat> for her as a parent even in time to understand what my child is going through mm. I should ask questions and it, you know, it was the kind of space where you can open up and speak to her mm. about the good, the bad. And I think my mom has always been like this. Mm. And she'll, she'll always give you a listening ear. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's something good you're telling, whether it's something bad. And my yeah. mom like never judges her kids. Like shout out yeah. to my mom. Like she loves her kids to death. Mm. And she played a really big role in my adjustment there. And of course, go to a point where like, the conversation would still be there, but some of the experience are a bit more like complex and yeah. you know, so you don't have to like put that across. Mm. I saw the value of having such a person in your life yeah. contributing in that capacity. Now, my father, at the same time, he was working at a nine to, an eight to five. Mm. And so in the evenings, when we got to a point where mom would now be, be doing different shifts and mm-hmm. 
um, she'd be in the house sometimes. She wouldn't be in the house sometimes. That was on a very like specific schedule. So weekends he'd be home, yeah. um, and every day from five five thirty p.m. he'd be home. And so what my dad helped me out with at the time, even in those conversations, and I mentioned this in in the first series, me being a slammer and him helping me through working up that kind of skill. I see the kind of role and appreciation that we have, even for for our fathers as well, mm-hmm. right? And when you enjoy the sh- last show, yes. Um, one of the questions that she posed is the one that I'd written in her in her question tag, and it was, "Who challenges you as an artist, um, and as a person as well?" And you spoke about, in terms of artists, you mentioned the Burning Boys and everything, and mm. we'll get into that um, in a bit. But you mentioned your father specifically. Yeah. And, and I get back to mindset privilege and just acknowledging the fact that we had these good masculine figures in our lives who built up our masculinity, and we could draw really good examples from it. Yeah. It's it's in how perhaps our fathers related with our mothers, our fathers mm. related with us. Um, for me, it was I saw the relationship with my parents and my older siblings, mm-hmm. and then mine just be a bit different from that because yes. of the stage in life. So for example, when I was a teenager and going through this, they were also in their seasons of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and as old parents, even coming back to Kenya and and all that, that took part. Our fathers have really played an important role um, in that. I'd be curious to, to to understand for me the aspect of masculinity. What are some of the things and exam and good examples that you saw from your father that contributed to who you are as a man mm-hmm. today? So, for me, I'd like to say both my mom and dad played into my masculinity, mm. into building my masculinity. Because my mom taught me that even though you're a man it's always good to have a feminine side to you and understand mm. the woman. Like, I've always been raised to be a gentleman. Understand pain, empathize with someone, take into account what they're going through, say sorry, just be there for someone. Are you okay? What's going on? You know, just be a safe space for the people because my mom's side of the family is all really just women. You know, it's 99% women. And when we moved to the coast, I moved with my mom. My dad stayed here because, of course, he was working. And now, as I said, my mom's family is majorly women. You're constantly surrounded by women. And you're learning, you're hearing all of their stories as they gossip, as they talk, whatever it is, what they're going through, the experiences with men. Nini, 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 this is happening, this is happening. Hey, to be in the kitchen. Quick side mission. Uh, when when we'd have guests, I was a very I've always been the way you guys see me. Yeah. Talky everywhere. I want to meet people. And, t- and I think at that age, you're very straightforward with thought, mm. communication, yeah. not at the going through any process of yeah. not being seeved and made politically correct. Yes, yes, so yes. When we get guests, I'd be that. So this is like my dad's. It's all family friends. Mm-hmm. Over. That's dad. What about art? Um, I'll translate this. Right. <laughs> Crazy. These people have come to finish our food. Yeah. And then so it's ah, man, it's embarrassing to keep this kid here. Yeah. Let's go to the kitchen. Market. Yeah. And I loved it because now I do that because I've been from the kitchen. Yes. I'd love to say like Udakuza yes. kitchen because I'm yes. And then now you're saying Nazi. That does it. So it's either okay, yeah. choose Akai Uku, Aske Udaku, 
Oh, he goes and embarrasses us with those questions. Yeah. So, man, may I be in the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so now when you're going for family events, I used to love going and sitting. When they're in the kitchen cooking, but, all of the stories, Nini, guys have come over. That's where I was. And so you're hearing all of these stories. And from a young age, I was always just like, Ay. yeah, these guys have, have gone through a lot. Bro. I, can't, I can't be the person to make people, to make women in my life go through that as well. Mm. I need to be different. I need to be, I need to learn from all of this and better myself to ensure that I am a better young man, a better man, a better human being for the women that are in my life, for the men that are in my life, just be the person who understands their emotions, mm. you know. And my dad also used to affirm all of those, all the same things that my mom used to tell me, you know, be gentle with people, talk to people. My father used to call me every end of the week, how how is school? What is going on? Nini, 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 all of those things. When I'm having all of these disciplinary issues, my mom would just, you talk to your dad. And then my dad, my and you know, my, my dad is a person who's very, he's not, he's not aggressive. He doesn't, I've never heard my dad shout a single time oh, in my life. On. Never. My dad would call you and then of course he's heard what you've done. And the first thing that he'll say is, dad, why? Like we call each other dad. So, so that, that, that just used to be the question. But dad, why? Mm. And you know, when you ask that question, you don't even have anything to say. But dad, you know, not, uh, uh, why? You know that you're not meant to be doing that. Mm. Why are you doing that? And so, such a question really makes you think mm. long and hard about what you're doing, what you're saying. Why? Before you do anything, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? So as I said, my dad, I've never heard my dad raise his voice at anyone, at me, any woman in, in his life, my mom, anyone. I've never heard it. And so for me also, it's why are you raising your voice at someone? Number two, if you're mad, stand up, go to the side, take your walk, take do whatever it is. Ne words one said can never be taken back. You go walk, relax, calm down. Take it. It's going to sound very. It's a bit of an oversimplification. Yeah. It's not always easy to stomach it and take it. Yes. But it does so much better for the relationships that you have in your life to not always be the person bursting out or having to be right. Mm -hmm. Because eventually, even this person that was arguing with you will come to the realization that I was, I was wrong, by the way. Mm -hmm. And most of the times, people are also arguing with you just for a reaction. Even like in school, with all of these teachers and now doing this to you, doing that to you. They want a reaction. They want you to yeah. do something wrong. And then they say, aha, we've got you. Yeah. But by just keeping quiet and saying, sour. 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 Hey, all these things that we're doing are not getting to this guy. How? But a man is meant to be composed. You relax. Go gather your thoughts, whatever it is. Have a proper conversation with the person then. And question them when you're not really bringing emotion into the whole situation, have a proper conversation with them. Mm. And doing that, ensure that you dressed well, both my mom and my dad, carry yourself well. Hey, Bona, this hair of yours are now. Ensure that you're, you're well put together. All the time, you don't know who you're meeting, you don't know who you're talking to, just be well put together. Always ensure you interact with people. My dad, hey, Bona. And um, you've not gone on a date. Yeah, I've not heard <laughs> of any girlfriend. What's going on, Bona? What's going on? Hey, I, 
I didn't bring a handsome boy into this banter. world. I didn't have I didn't bring a handsome boy into this world for him to just be chilling at home. Ebu, what movie is what movie is showing this weekend? Ebu, call your girlfriends, but now you guys go and watch a They're movie. Trying to get you you out. know, yeah. <laughs> because as I'm saying, I was an introvert. I loved spending time by myself, but being able to be pushed out into now these situations to now go and interact with different people and all of that. And then now from all the stories and experiences that I've seen my mom and her cousins and her sisters go through, you begin to put everything into perspective. And now you're just like, nah, I need to be better because these girls also are also going through the same thing. And these all of these rich boys and whatnot that I was talking about are treating them like this. Nah, you be the safe space. When they have an issue, you're the first person they call. You don't want anything from them. They don't want anything from you, but they just appreciate your presence. Just be someone that people appreciate your presence you know just hey what's going on we'd like to have you around come 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 and just be there and just be a good bride and then now my mom comes and balances it and says it's good to be there and to say yes to these things but sometimes also say no let 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 pe- no yeah it's okay well. to say no let let people also not think that you're accessible and you're always just the yes guy anytime you're called you're there ah uh, we know yeah we know he'll be we know razor will be there You know Reza will be there. Reza doesn't always have to be there. Let let them miss your good vibes. Let them miss the type of person that you are. Anytime then you go people appreciate that you're there. You know? And so it is just a fine balance of all of these things now making me who I am as a person as a man and building my masculinity and not being over masculine or being over feminine. Like you just have a good balance and you can relate to the both sides and relate to emotion have proper conversation with them you can be in a room with women and you'll talk and guys are just like ah Reza is one of us yeah. but when you when you when you're with the guys also ah you can also yes, just you know yeah just connect with everyone because that's the most important thing like just be able to relate and talk to everyone and have good communication skills and have people appreciate who you are 